It's time to get informed and inspired. This is Saturday Morning Live, sponsored by Asset Advisors, LLC, at Linden Sheet Metal on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Good morning and happy Christmas Eve. Welcome to Saturday Morning Live. I'm your host, Ashley Buttonshone. And this morning I have on with me Scott Duffy from the Whatcom Long-Term Recovery Group. Scott, how are you this morning? I'm doing great, Ashley. How are you today? Well, you know, I'm doing pretty good. We don't have any power here uh, in Linden where I'm recording from or where I'm live from this morning. Um, You're in Linden too, correct, Scott? Yes. uh, My Christmas tree lights are on. Um, oh, no. So, yeah, we're doing pretty good over here uh, on my, my little side by the creek. And I have to say that even though I forgot to put icicle lights up along the uh, back uh, kind of gutter along our porch, it looks like this morning I have beautiful, real icicles dripping away. Yeah, there are. there's a lot of ice out there right now, but it is definitely melting. Well, you know, we're going to take our first break here this morning and get it out of the way so that we'll have plenty of time to, to get down to business and talk about the long-term recovery group. So we'll take our first break and be right back. I'm ready for Christmas. The shopping is all done and the gifts are wrapped. What did you get me? Who was that? Me, your house. I was thinking I deserve a gift this year, too. What were you thinking? I'm getting older and could use some updates. My heating and cooling systems are getting older, and they're not as efficient. It'd be nice to replace them before they totally fail. That is a good idea. I heard Linden Sheet Metal is having a winter sale. They are a great company. And hey, while you're at it, a cozy fireplace might be nice. And Linden Sheet Metal has those, too. Give your home a gift this Christmas season. We have furnace, air conditioning, and heat pump discounts up to $900 off. Utility rebates up to $1,500, and starting January 1st, there are tax credits up to $2,000, and it doesn't end there. All our showroom fireplaces are 40% off, and new ones are $300 off installation. Linden Sheet Metal, serving the Northwest for over 80 years. You go to great lengths to keep your carpet clean. Kids, get out of the living room! You spend your days scolding loved ones. Honey, take your shoes off. I'm trying to create an invisible shield to keep all the dirt and stains out. Welcome to our home. And just please stay on the plastic, okay? From summer's barbecue stains to your kids' dirty cleats, call Swans today or visit them online at swanscarpetcleaning.com. In the shop. Every time I turn around, my dang old catalytic converter is missing. You can go through Dag the Box just to get a breakfast sandwich, and if you shut your car off for a second, that cat's going to be missing. Steve from Panacea, Kirk from Angler, Brian from Dr. John's, and Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. Catalytic converters, I can't count the number we've done in the last six months. Join them on In the Shop, 9 to 10 a.m. every Saturday on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham at KGMI.com. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Good morning and welcome back to Saturday Morning Live. I'm your host, Ashley Buttonshone, and on with me this morning, we have Scott Duffy. He is the Director of Client Services with the Whatcom Long-Term Recovery Group. 
again, Scott, thank you for being on with me this morning. Uh, so, you know, I'm a little jealous because I'm sitting here with no power with my kerosene lamps, my candles, and you're like blocks <laughs> away from me with power. I don't know how this happened. Yeah, I don't know how it happened either. Um, but, you know, it's being on Main Street, uh, we're usually considered to be on the snow emergency route. And we never used to lose power maybe for five or ten minutes. And we've had some outages of several hours you know, in the past couple of years. So uh, why it happens the way, that way or the, why the grid goes down, not totally sure, but that silver thought there is probably causing some branches to drop on power lines. Yeah, I know. We, we saw some blue, big blue flash in the sky and then no power, no nothing. So oh, I know I'm no, no sure. expert on it, on electricity, but I'm wondering if maybe some transformer didn't blow because those, the ice gets real heavy on the power lines and definitely puts the power out. But, you know, yep. so we're, I wanted to have you on today with me. And for the listeners who don't know, Scott and I both work on the Whatcom Long-Term Recovery Group known as Whatcom Strong Together. And um, last week, Scott and I were on with Mary Kay for the Whatcom Report. And we, we gave an update of kind of where the Long-Term Recovery Group has been and and, and where it's at now. And I wanted to have Scott on today as, you know, Christmas Eve. I wanted a little bit more of a lighthearted program and for us to be able to talk about our community. And so, um, Scott, you know, why don't you give me a little overview of what you do? And you're, you're fairly new to the long-term recovery group. So what you do and what are some awesome things that you've been able to accomplish so far? with the Long-Term Recovery Group? Oh, you bet, Ashley. Well, number one, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on. It is a pleasure to get to work with you and with the rest of our amazing board, um, people who have given tirelessly for over a year of time. I'm the new guy who just came in basically a month ago, was hired on to be a part of Director of Client Support. And um, so... This is really a, a great place where um, the skills that I've developed over the last 30 years working different jobs have kind of all come together to give me a skill set that um, I'm very thankful for and lend itself well to what this position is. And so what I get to do is um, help be a part of the board of meeting the needs of our clients, of which there are many right now, um, by fundraising helping to work with our construction team to put uh, construction um, basically crews together. So in January, we can really kick off rebuilding um, and get a lot done to help people recover and do reconstruction, um, as well as um, finding people within the community who would like to be part of something we have called the Unmet Needs Roundtable. Um, and working closely with our volunteer coordinator, Laurel Diakianis, to, um, again, put different groups in place that can help be a part of um, the vision and carrying out the construction and the things that we need to get done. And I think the other thing is we have an, an amazing team of disaster case managers, or DCMs, and um, so my job is just help the different people in the board with what their positions are, and um, just be a part of helping our community recover 
and feel. Yeah, and and so I I also want to mention, you know, during the month of December, we have been doing fundraising and you've been a big part of that. So do you mm-hmm. want to tell our listeners, you know, there's there's a there's actually, you know what, before we go into fundraising, let's talk a little bit about the need still. And the need okay. is great, is is it not? It is. Yeah, it's really great. Um we have hundreds of families that are still not in their homes. And we are over a year past the, you know, the, the anniversary of this flood. So we're over a year. We have families that have been in hotels for months. There are families that are sleeping on the floor of a family member's house, or they're staying with friends, or a friend of theirs or family member lent them a fifth wheel or a camper to stay in. But it's it's really pretty intense, Ashley, and, and you know this too. If you drive through Sumas at night or Everson in the evening time, we'll say 7 p.m., houses that should have lights on don't. And that's right. because families aren't there right now, and they can't be. So, yes, the need is very great. And we have some wonderful things like uh, monies coming, you know, from the state that are going to help. But that money is specified, you know, in the way that it gets used. So what we're doing to raise money, what we're doing to help our clients um, and the families of our county um, is is just huge. And it's not just us. I mean, I know there's, there's a lot of churches. There's a lot of people who poured into um, the county. What I find as I talk to people is a lot of people are like, well, wait a second. It's a year past, um, you know, the flood more than a year, what do you mean there are still families not in their homes? What do you mean your disaster case managers have over 600 clients? And a client being a single or a couple or a family of five or seven, that's one client. So really, our case managers are working with uh, well over a thousand clients, if not a couple thousand. I don't know the exact number, but it's over 600 clients, and that's it just shows what great need is still there. Right. And, you know, I, I'd like to, for our listeners to just imagine that there are people living in their garages right now in this weather after they've experienced mm-hmm. a devastating flood. And, and these survivors are so strong, and they have, but they've gone through so much. And, and mm-hmm. so for our listeners to just remember what we had happened a year ago, but that that has not really, you know, that impact has not left those individuals, those those cases, you know, of 600 cases. That, that hasn't left for those people. And so for us to remember that as a community, that there are those within our community that are still struggling. And, you know, you talked about, so we have money that comes from the state that, the long-term recovery group has been um, contracted to work with those programs. As many people know, uh, programs with funding through the state generally have boundaries and guidelines and, and there's restrictions, but the long-term recovery mm-hmm. group is fundraising because we want to help everyone who's impacted. Uh, we want to make sure everyone gets help. So yes, we can help with the money from the state, but then also we're reliant upon each other to come around each other to help and and hold our community up 
by fundraising and helping those who just cannot quite get whole again on their own. Right. That's right. And you know what's what is what is really been laid on my heart is the golden rule. Okay, we are to do for others what we would want someone to do for us or to love others as we want to be loved. And a big part of my joy in in being able to travel around the county and talk with businesses and individuals and people that are philanthropists and people that I just run into at Costco like the other day, my my wife is texting me after I've run into four different couples or families I know, and everyone I'm sharing the heart of what we're doing, and and she's like, okay, I'm in line now, Scott. We're we're checking out, and <laughs> it's like everywhere I go, I just love the ability to share what's happening because our community was so amazing in its response, its initial response, and again, Absolutely. coming back to so many people are still kind of like, well, it's been a year. I mean, there's just not much left to do, right? Or there's, like most things are taken care of, aren't they? And the answer is really no. And that's why our name of our nonprofit that you and I are a part of is important. It's the Whatcom Long-Term Recovery Group. Right. This is not a one-year, and it's all done. It's a two- to three-year time commitment by our board and organization and by many that have joined us to really bring about what we hope is a full recovery and as much healing as we can bring to our community. And now's just the, you know, now's the perfect time as the Christmas season is upon us to be sharing financially to help our community rebuild. Right. So why don't you share a little bit about that? So uh, as the long-term recovery group, we have partnered with Whatcom Community Foundation uh, since since our yeah. infancy. I mean, we're still in our infancy here, but but really since the beginning of Whatcom Strong, uh, the Whatcom Community Foundation, Maury and her team over there have been absolutely instrumental in making things happen with us. And so why don't you share with our listeners what they've done and what the listeners can do to be a part of this recovery? Yes, thank you. Maury Ingram and her team uh, are just wonderful. The Whatcom Community Foundation is wonderful. And Maury is so, um, her heart is so moved by what took place here in Whatcom County that she's actually on our board. And that is, <laughs> both you and I know, Ashley, that is amazing that she herself has joined our board because she cares so much about um what's taking place. And I think I want to touch for just a second just to say one of the reasons why Maury is a part of our group is because the impact of this was it wasn't just a natural disaster. This is the, the, the greatest or the biggest natural disaster in recorded history in Whatcom County. And the um, just you and I in our meeting the other day, um, sitting with Kyle Christensen as and the emergency management uh, team of Whatcom County, that they put a whole estimate on the devastation from the flood and recovery all together at $16.2 billion. 
And we had over 2,500 families affected by this natural disaster. So you take all of that and you go, wow, this is really, really big. No wonder it's going to take two or three years to recover. What Maury's group, the Whatcom Community Foundation, has done is they, a couple weeks ago, put up a $100,000 match so that every dollar we raise in the month of December is matched up to $100,000. But then we had people join in in the community. One um, donor gave $50,000 to the match to bump it up to $150,000. Then we surpassed that amount because people were so generous in giving. And then Maury said, well, Scott, we're going to move it up to $200,000. And we've actually surpassed that to the point where it's it's going higher, but for now we're saying there's a $200,000 match out there that is dollar for dollar. And what is so great about this is people are looking for an end-of-the-year tax write-off or they realize their business really flourished this past year, and so they are looking for to give something extra. And what we want people to know is that every dollar that comes in is not only doubled, it's also going directly to help the families. None of this is going to salaries or accounting or uh, office supplies. Every penny goes directly to help buy construction materials, to buy beds and furnaces and washers and dryers and appliances, um, blinds and shades. You think of everything that makes a house the physical structure, a home, and those are the things that we get to cover, as well as even our case managers are saying, you know what, Scott, so many families last year that were devastated by the flood didn't even have a Christmas. They really didn't get to have one because it was only a month earlier that the flooding had happened, and they were still in the very initial basic recovery mode. So even our, our disaster case managers being able to give $100 gift cards out to families so that families can buy their children Christmas presents or buy winter clothing like winter jackets and boots and hats and gloves because what they had was washed away in the flood except for what they were wearing. Diapers, formula. You have families that have very, very basic needs. And now is our time to be able to just give generously and just love our community. And, and so thank you, Ashley, uh, and thank you to our board. Thank you to Maury and the Watkins Community Foundation, because what is in place as a match is just phenomenal. And people are pouring out, and we want to give people a chance to join with us. Yeah, and so if if people are looking to donate um, to to the Whatcom Long Term Recovery Group, you can go to WhatcomStrong.com, or you can find a donation link on the Whatcom Community Foundation's website. You'll also see that they've got a video on there that's a great video. It features uh, some flood survivors. It also features our Mayor John Perry from Everson, and you know. Um, there, the, these dollars, as Scott talks about, all, all the, the things that they can go towards, those are because those are unrestricted dollars. They're not um, mm -hmm. set. They're on restrictions set, set by the state. And, and so with these monies from the community, 
We can even hire contractors if need be. We have a great need for volunteers right now. And unfortunately, not everyone's volunteering to come to nine degree weather in North Whatcom to come do <laughs> recovery work. They, they, the reality is, is that people would rather be in Florida right now doing recovery work. And, you know, you can't say that you blame them, but we need help too. And, and so we, we like to call on those people from around our community, not only to give dollars, but to give their time. And so Scott, we're going to take a break here um, in just a minute, but I've got, I've got literally a minute here. You want to kind of talk a little bit about the volunteer needs and, and then after the break, we'll go into how people can get involved, but go ahead and tell us a little sure. bit about the volunteer needs. So the volunteer needs is basically, we really want to put together uh, crews that have some contractors um, that are knowledgeable and skilled. And then if there are people that want to volunteer that are unskilled, we can partner them together and get uh, things done. There's so much to do. A lot of the initial mucking out of the houses or tearing out of sheetrock and things, a lot of that has been done. A lot of what we need now is to start with subfloors and sheetrock and different things. And so to bring skilled labor and unskilled labor together, we'll be able to put teams in place to become extremely efficient in helping uh, with the reconstruction plan and the reconstruction phase of where we're at. Great. So we're going to take a break and we will be right back. This is Dick Donahue with Asset Advisors, and for over 12 years, we have been bringing you Wealth Wake Up every Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, we focus on investment management, retirement, tax planning topics, and some of the political influences on your planning for the future. And on Sunday, we focus on the latest economic updates for the United States and globally. During these challenging political and economic times, we try to provide you the latest information to assist you in your decision making. Call us at 360-733-1200. Go to our website at Wealth Wake up.com and join us live at 11 a.m. on Saturdays or 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings here on KGMI. The opinions voiced on Wealth Wake Up with Dick Donahue are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Guests on Wealth Wake Up are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Now you can mow, dig, grade, haul, and more with the perfect solution for your property, a Branson tractor. Save your back and your wallet with one of our compact but powerful tractors here at Farmers Equipment Company. Stop by and choose from our full line of Bransons to take on your toughest tasks. With tractors from 19 to 55 horsepower, we have a Branson compact or utility tractor that is perfect for you. Want to use a rotary cutter to tame that tall brush on your property? You can do that. What about snagging a scoop from that pile of gravel to maintain your driveway free of potholes? You can do that too. Branson's six-year warranty along with our factory trained technicians will make sure your new tractor is always running great. Get the tractor you want and the peace of mind you need at Farmers Equipment Company. To learn more, visit us online at FarmersEquip.com or stop by our locations in Linden or Burlington today. Farmers Equipment Company, serving the Pacific Northwest for over 86 years. KGMI has been the voice of our community for over 90 years, presenting the news and information that matters here, while also offering you the chance to have your voice heard. 
And that commitment continues. Start your day with the EMI Morning News with Deanna Harrelock from 6 to 9. And don't miss your chance to voice your opinion on the news of the day with Joe Tian on KGMI Connects each weekday at 4. KGMI is your news talk station. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Brief. With bone-chilling temps, Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir with a warning. You can get frostbite in 20 to 30 minutes of exposure. It is too dangerous to be outside today. The winter storm causing travel headaches for millions of Americans trying to get to their holiday destinations. Roads are messy and dangerous. And if you've got a flight scheduled, check before you go. This man's at New York's LaGuardia Airport, and he's frustrated. Trying to search on our phones, figure out other routes, maybe even taking a bus from here to Atlanta, which it'll take us about 21 hours. Fed workers with a sigh of relief. The House just passed the $1.7 trillion spending bill to keep government funded through September. Not everyone was on board. Republican Congressman Chip Roy of Texas. You're destroying the United States of America. Well, the bill is now on President Biden's desk awaiting his signature. CBS News Brief. I'm Stacey Lynn. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Live on this Christmas Eve. Thank you for joining us this morning. I have Scott Duffy, the Director of Client Services from the Whatcom Long-Term Recovery Group, on with me today. Welcome back, Scott. So we were just talking Thank about you, volunteers Ashley. with the Long-Term Recovery Group. If So, you know, if a high school youth group or college group or a a um, group from really any <clears throat> church here, churches are great. If, if any group mm-hmm. in Whatcom County or individual wants to volunteer, what is the best way? I know, so on our website, I can say that we've got a link on our website that they can go to, but who are they going to talk to and what are they going to do if, if they want to volunteer? Um, so what's going to happen is that people have been contacting me and people have also been co- contacting Laurel Biakianis, our volunteer coordinator and so what we're going to do is um uh we'll we'll also have uh email address on our website and and things too so that people can get a hold of us and then what we want to do is we just want to put teams in place um we've had some volunteers that have been working with us um on wednesday specifically to help um, build and do reconstruction and they've been just wonderful um, and then our construction lead, Mark Passy, um, on our board of Excel Pacific Construction, he uh, has been working with those teams and getting materials and things that are needed to do the work. What, we've, what we know is that we're not going to get very far with one team one day a week. It's just with hundreds of homes and projects and needs. We really need to um, pick up our game and get people in place. So what I'd really like to end up with and what Mark and I have talked about is our organization would like to have groups 
Tuesdays through Saturdays. So if Mondays we can get materials out to job sites and we can um, get things in place so that everything's there for the crews, then Tuesdays through Saturdays we have crews. So um, we've had a number of contractors and volunteers say, well, you know what? Hey, I work for 10. I'd love to give you Fridays for a month or two months. And that's just, that's beautiful. Um, maybe they work five days a week. And so some brothers I know that have contracting companies said, well, I wish you had a Saturday crew. I said, hey, you guys, I'm making one just for you. Um, you know, we're going to put one together so that we have a Saturday crew um, for those that work all week. If we can have six to eight people each day of the week, some skilled, some, you know, and I don't want to even say unskilled. I want to say skilled in different areas, but maybe hanging drywall isn't your gift. But with someone who's skilled and has done it, you can become skilled, you know, just working alongside of them. It's putting all those things in place and, and the people in place. We just need people stepping up saying, please, let me be a part of this. And we'll help put you into the right place to utilize the gifts you have. That's great. And, you know, I, I want to say, so we talked about this. We've got about 600 cases that our, our disaster mm -hmm. risk managers have been dealing with. But there are people out there who you've come in contact with, I've come in contact with, who didn't know about the long-term recovery group. Uh, we And right. many of our listeners may not know, but are, are what's considered to be our vulnerable um, communities, um, being our migrant workers or Hispanic they, they have a hard time uh, getting the information that maybe you and I would because of language barrier. And, and so Correct. if you know of someone or if you are someone who has been impacted by the flood and have lost and, and you need help, please get in contact with a long-term recovery group. Uh, it, it's very mm -hmm. important that we find every person that needs help. Wouldn't you say, Scott? Yes, exactly. And, it's, it has been beautiful, Ashley, because people are emerging who can help actually be liaisons to our group. Um, and, and as you talk about people that are speaking other languages um, from other um, cultures that, I mean, you know, this flood, it didn't, uh, it wasn't a respecter of any person. There wasn't any group or there wasn't any race or religion that was spared or that was <laughs> left untouched. And so as we reach out, we have disaster case managers that speak Spanish, Russian, Ukrainian, and of course, English. And so we're able to help people um, from many nationalities that were affected and would and, and want to. There's a gal that I met the other night named Monica, and she met with me at the Woods Coffee, and we talked. She said, Scott, there's probably 10 to 15 more Hispanic families that have been coming to the Everson Community Center. She said, I grew up in Everson. My family's Hispanic, and I can speak Spanish and communicate. They, these are families that don't know what, that our group exists, and they didn't know how to get, really to get a hold of anyone because they only speak Spanish. And so that's been, in a way, the limitation to get help. Um, right. The and, and Everson Community of, Center will open up. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of people in our community that it's not even Spanish that they speak. It They're from Guatemala. And so 
Mazteca. Yeah. There, there's different dialects within the language. Mm -hmm. So the language barrier is much harder than, than people may realize. And so it's very important that we help in, in get, bringing these people and these individuals, these families, bringing them to a place of being able to recover. And, and like we talked about, it is a long-term recovery. And that's just, yeah. that's just for this disaster. So the long-term recovery group is here for this disaster or any future disaster. And, and so it's important that we work together to try to recover as quick as possible from, from this current one that we're recovering from right now. Um, you know, I want to, I want to talk about Scott and, and I'm actually not sure if you're aware of this, but the other day I was made aware of and put out information uh, our businesses have been hit really hard as well. And and so on our website, you'll see a, a new community update. And it talks about the, it asks, you know, have you are you a business that's been flood impacted? And the Whatcom State Department of Commerce now has um, grants available for businesses that were impacted. So, Scott, are you aware mm. of this yet? I, I am aware of it. I didn't know I didn't know the degree of help that threw it, but I did know that they were um, that help had had uh, come available for businesses, which is I mean that is just phenomenal that that's finally coming into play because what we have Ashley is we have not only families that have been devastated in their homes, but many of those families are business owners in Sumas or Everson or Ferndale. Every community where the flooding hit, um, you have people that not only was their home, but their business was taken, you know, was taken out. And so that, you know, that's just been drastic. And so the joy is that, yes, this money is becoming available both for businesses and for our organization to help with home building. Right. So so it looks like this program is going to be available starting January 4th. And I know this okay. is going to come as an answer to prayer for some businesses, especially in CMAS. CMAS has been very hard hit the last couple of years between COVID, mm. the border closing, and the flood. Uh, so if you're a business and you are looking for a disaster grant, you can call the number one eight five five. 582-3973. Again, that's 1-855-582-3973. And that will start you on an assistance for your application. Um, it, I know there's like Bob's Burger and Brew, a business in CMAS that has been hard hit that was completely devastated. And they've said, mm -hmm. you know, they, they absolutely cannot take another flood. It, it will end their business. And and that's because right. they are limping along kind of on their own right now. And and so to see this assistance come from the Department of Commerce right now for our businesses is truly an answer to prayer. It really um, is, Ashley. Yeah. And, and yeah, what, what you said, you know, I think it's a really good point that this happened in the middle of the border closure that had already hit the businesses hard. Right. So you had a financial hit to the businesses because the border was closed. Then you follow it with a flood of those businesses and a flood of 
many of the business owners' homes. It was like, I mean, it was like a a triple destruction for them. It was it was it was it was a triple hurt, and so I think that's why our hearts just pour out, especially at this Christmas time, to want to reach out and help Sumas and Everson. I mean, so many places were hit, but you know, if you've seen the pictures, well, you have. <laughs> to anyone who's who's seen the pictures of the devastation, you know that. Sumas and Everson were underwater. They just were underwater. And so to help give to them and shine love and light and hope to our communities and help them not just survive, but to rebuild and thrive as communities would be the heart of the Watkin Long-Term Recovery Group and I know our community as a whole. Uh, Right. And, you know, So we're going to take a break here in just a second, but I just want to remind everyone, you know, if you're, if you're thinking that you would like to be generous this season and help out your neighbors, you can go to walkhamstrong.com again to make a donation. And, and I want to just, I want to say thank you to those volunteers who have been working in those homes in this nasty weather This this fall has, has been a, a, you know, kind of record breaking cold fall going into this nasty winter and and so thank you for those who have been out there putting insulation underneath homes and tearing things out it, it is a grueling job so thank you to those volunteers who have been giving their time but we're going to take a break and we'll be right back ready to put some skin in the game the only sports book north of snohomish county is now open at silver reef casino resort Get in the game with baseball, football, basketball, hockey, and your other favorite sports. Visit Portage Bay Sportsbook and Bar and place your bets today. Sportsbook open daily at 9 a.m. Betting kiosks open 24-7. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. At Silver Reef Casino Resort, we've got that. Escape the hustle and bustle of the city and get ready for a fun and relaxation-filled getaway. Luxury hotel rooms? Yep. Championship golf? Mm-hmm. Top-rated casino with all the best slots and table games? Yes and yes. World-class dining at the region's best and Wine Spectator award-winning steakhouse? Yes, please. The total package is only missing one thing. You. Silver Reef Casino Resort. Located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. Worried your holiday gifts will be cluttering up a corner by New Year's? This year, give a gift they'll never forget with treasures from Bellingham Coin Shop. Discover unique jewelry that you won't find in any other jewelry store, vintage outfits you can't find at the mall, original art prints, classic collectibles, and more. Wow your friends and family with one-of-a-kind items they'll be proud to show off through this new year and all the rest. Come find your hidden treasures by visiting us at the Bellingham Coin Shop on Cornwall Avenue in Bellingham and at bellinghamcoin.com. KGMI Connects with Joe Tian is about our community and you. I and a lot of other people would like to see Biden rot in hell. Oh, you okay. know what? He gave away our biggest bargaining chip. Each weekday at 4 p.m. You know, I kind of agree that if Griner was a white sheetrock hanger from uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and I think it did the same thing, yeah, he'd probably still be there. That's just the way the world turns. On KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy 
Welcome back to Saturday Morning Live. I'm your host, Ashley Buttonshone, on this Christmas Eve. And on with me is Director of Client Services from the Whatcom Long-Term Recovery Group, Scott Duffy. Scott, thanks again for coming on Christmas Eve. And, you know, I, you know you've got power, but I don't have power. I still don't have power. But, you know, there, there's got to be sorry. others out there who don't have power right now. And I'm sorry. I hope it right. gets turned on soon. Yes, I'm sure. You know, our power company, PSE, is always, you know, on it as quick as they can. I'm so thankful for the linemen and the crews that are out there. It's Christmas Eve. You want to be sleeping in at home with your families, and you're taking care of power outages from, a, you know, an ice storm. Um, so a huge thank you to our crews that are out there, and hopefully, you know, you know they're working as quick as they can to bring power restored yes and thank you you know now that you mentioned pse i want to give a shout out to pse because liz purdy with pse she sits on our um unmet needs roundtable and pse was just generous with a fifteen thousand dollar donation that they gave to the long-term recovery group so thank you double thank you to pse this morning yes triple thank you (laughs) yeah thank you thank you so I I I want to. We only have about ten minutes left here, less than that now. But you know, there we talked a little bit. We touched a little bit about the funding that comes from the state, and uh, with the Long Term Recovery Group, we put out some updates recently. And one of those updates, we talked about the two million, or it's a little over two million, coming from the state. And and this kind of falls under in, under that restricted fund, but this goes towards. Uh, funding and aid and recovery for low-income and disabled individuals. And, and you know, uh, SUMAS and Everson, we have a good amount of people who fall in that category. So I know at the Long-Term Recovery Group, we're really excited to work with the Sheriff's Department and the Emergency Management to help these funds go to those people that absolutely need them in an urgent way. Yes. Yes, and we, you know, that that money that's coming, Ashley, as you know, uh, 1.5 million is designated for construction materials so that right. we can rebuild the home, and that's really rebuilding like the shell of the home or the or getting the physical things done, the floors, the walls, everything like that. Um, and then there's um, about a half million of that that is for helping to put families in temporary housing when we need to move them out of their home. You know, some homes you can go into and a family can move out for two days and what needs to happen can take place as far as the reconstruction. But other families are one week, two weeks, a month, you know, for homes that have a lot to do. And so that's going to be that money from the state. We're so thankful. That's going to be extremely helpful. Yeah, and you know, one thing I just thought of too is we talk about the rebuilding of homes and 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 helping people, but that's not the only thing that helps people. We really try to put them back to as whole as possible. And another need mm-hmm. that people had in this flooding is their vehicles. And their vehicles weren't necessarily covered. So we've seen a need for vehicles. So if you have a good working in good condition vehicle that you'd like to donate, you can contact the Long-Term Recovery Group. Or if you, again, want to donate 
and and help a family in need that might need a vehicle or finishing up their home, you can go to walkstrong.com. Um, Scott, I, I do want to touch on um, is I'm going to just, you know, as the weather is been really snowy, it's raining, it's starting to melt right now. As we've listened to the, the uh, breaks today, we heard that the sheriff's department had put out, you know, warnings of the weather. And I talked to Kyle Christensen this morning, and he's the mayor, former mayor of CMAS and now works for the sheriff's department. Uh, he works directly mm-hmm. with us. And, and he wanted to remind people that as we might have water over the roadways and we have a risk of flooding right now, to not pass those road closure signs. It's very, very, very important that we do not do so. We don't want to stretch thinner the resources we have to get to those people who absolutely need to be rescued if that does come. So I just want to remind people that we all have a responsibility. And even though I can personally say I'm guilty of doing it myself last year when helping a family member, but we need to not do it. We need to not pass those signs. And I know they've taken extra precautions and gotten extra ready this year for, for the weather and what it may bring. And so we need to keep that in mind as we are out and about that we do not go where we should not be. Yes. Yeah, totally. And, and that's, you know, that's one of the things is that oftentimes when the weather is this bad, when the conditions are this bad, we want to go help family. We want to go help friends because that's the loving thing to do. But if you go out, and you become one of the stranded. You become one of the people who goes in the ditch. You become one of the people who your vehicle is stuck in a lake or river of water from flooding. It puts, it just took away your ability to help and now need to be helped. And again, like you said, Ashley, all of a sudden it puts more people out there that are that are needing the care of, from our first responders and our emergency management team. So please stay home. Absolutely. And open your home up to someone you may know or a family member that might need a place to stay in an event that we have, you know, another flood. Because we, we really should, we, we don't want another flood. We absolutely don't want any disasters, but being right. prepared for what may come is always the best policy. So, so if, you're, yeah. if you're someone who has a home and you know someone who could be affected, make sure, especially on Christmas Eve or Christmas, we don't know what's coming in the next couple of days, to make yourself available and open your home up to people if you're, if you're able. Uh, Scott, I'm going to turn know, it over to you for a few minutes. If yeah. there's anything else that you want to say uh, before we end the show. Well, I just want to agree with you that be ready to open up your home, um, you know, blow up the air, extra air mattress in the closet. And especially at this time, you know, it may be someone you don't know all that well or a neighbor or someone who needs, who might end up needing help, uh, a family that, you know, you can at least bring in for the evening and share a Christmas Eve meal. Who knows what um, sort of bond and friendship can be formed as you just share a meal together in uh, the love and the light and the life of this Christmas season. Um, And then I think, Ashley, just to say, um, I want to thank our community. 
I want to thank our community for pouring their hearts out and helping in such a great way. Federal money is coming, state money is coming, and that's wonderful, but it does not come close to covering everything that's needed. It also and takes more time. It, it takes yes. more time to get those dollars. Yes, it does. And, and because of that, what is coming in right now, this month of December, is right away available to us to begin using to help families rebuild, recover, and heal. And I also want to just say, give a real shout out to um, Lacey. She's our lead disaster case manager, um, overseeing the other case managers. Again, you have some case managers who've just joined our team and have 10 or 15 clients. And there's other case managers who have 90 clients and are pouring their hearts out to help. And so, um, you know, they're just giving so much to uh, Chad Hammonds, who is a pastor and on our board as, as the president and a spiritual mentor. He's with families and praying with them and, and encouraging them and bringing hope. And so as we're in the midst of the Christmas season and a time of real love and hope, I hope that everyone can just give and and just give and give and pour out from your hearts and just know that your blessing and helping to heal our wonderful community. Yeah, and you know, there's as we talked about with Mary Kay, there and and I am so grateful for our team and and our case managers have been, you know, I've worked with Lacey since almost day one on the long term mm -hmm. recovery group before we were the long term recovery group. And I could there are people like like Lacey DeLang and and you know, Tanya Silvis, who is in the background, but we could not do this without them. So, right. you know, uh, and maybe, maybe just, just for people to know that there are some individuals who have worked so hard to mm. make this run. And, and so it takes such a team. And so when we say it takes community, we need community members to come alongside those who have worked hard for the last year. But I yeah. really want to thank Lacey as well, as she's worked with her team to make things possible for our case managers to be able to help people, because without that team, none of this would be possible. So, so yeah, absolutely, exactly. I want to echo what you've been saying, because our our team has has accomplished what was was not able to be accomplished in Whatcom County before, and and we yeah. as a team have been able to accomplish that because of you, the community who have been giving. And who have who have helped, and, and we've had community partners. So I want to take a minute to thank. You know, we've got the Walker Community Foundation, the Sea Community, who fed people, BP refineries, and and the refinery, other refineries that came out to help and clean up the disaster, and who have helped going forward. Uh, PSC and and many other businesses who have helped in the recovery, and it that is the type of community that it takes. You know, when the Red Cross came here. And, and FEMA came here, they said they'd never see anything like what we've done here in Walker County. So that is something to be awesome. proud of. It's something that our community can look at. We can look at each other and say, we did this. So again, yeah. if you want to help out, you can go to walkthroughstrong.com. I want to wish everybody a very, very Merry Christmas. Scott, thank you so much for coming on today. And again, thank you to all of the team 
at the Whatcom Long Term Recovery Group and Whatcom Strong. Merry Christmas to everyone. <laughs>